Good morning. So I am on it again. I wake up like this. <laughs> and so this morning, I was listening to Esther Hicks, which I often am. I just resonate so much. And I love to hear someone ask a question and get into my own thoughts of what I believe to be answers or responses <clears throat> and hear Esther often validate things um, and and then sometimes to find something to add. So someone asked if, well, they said they believe that we are in a master class in this lifetime. And um, do we come in to learn? Well, in my second book, Solving the Self-Esteem Puzzle, I did lay out. Hmm. I did lay out a, um, I don't know why my phone is jabbering so much, but anyway, I did lay out a belief that we are in a school. And this has been Oh my God, many, many people believe this. I no longer do. I suppose we are learning, discovering throughout our lives in a way. And yet I believe that that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. We didn't come in as though we're just dummies or um, newbies, low life. I believe we came in with the fullness of who we are and we came in to be in the joy. I think many people, many souls wanted to be here now because of it being a time to witness a rebalancing, a rebirthing of this world. I do believe we are in a very exciting time. And sometimes it does mean that old things break down, old things come apart for the new to come into being, come into manifestation. I believe that we are here to realize what does mean what does it mean to realize i don't think realizing just means to dawn in awareness i believe in a way that realizing means to come into fruition make manifest so to embody source into the physical <clears throat> to i mean in a way if that's what Jesus or Yeshua, Yeshua did, I think that's what we all do. We all come in and then awareness dawns on us, in us, through us, as us. We become more aware of who we are and what we're capable of being and doing, who we're capable of being, how we are capable of being. 
And so we experience new um, ways of being aware. We experience new thoughts, new ideas. That is all part of embodying this sense of essence. Now, I also was thinking this morning about AI. And I am leery of fooling around with it, although it's, it's everywhere. It's in the phone that I'm holding. It's in the Amazon devices, the Google devices. It's, and it's even more out there now. And there are benefits of it, benefits. And I believe that um, our younger people, our indigo children, our, our aware children will be helpful at discernment of when it is a good thing and when it is something not to allow it to run rampant. But I decided that the real AI for me is the allness beyond the isness. Esther often talks about the problem with many people is looking only to the isness and thinking, well, you know, I only see this or that option in front of me, or I only see this or that in the world, and therefore that's not, it's not reality to think that there's another possibility that's going to come through and make something, allow something, transform something into better possibilities. And she often says, if you're thinking that it's only going to come through the isness, where did Harry Potter have to go to get to Hogwarts? He had to go to, I think it was nine and three quarters. He had to go to something that was not seen or known by most people because most people would only be looking at probably the the eight or the nine or the ten, but weren't seeing that nine and three quarters. So I think to go to the allness, the allness of essence, the allness of possibility, the allness of wonderment beyond the isness. So I was also realizing that I go to wonderment. Many of you have heard me talk about wonderment. Like, who put the wag in the, to- in the dog's tail? Who put the purr in the cat? And how does the cat really purr? I don't want to hear all that riffraff of, well, you know, it's this or that. Physically, it can be physically explained by blah, blah, blah. Who is it? Who and how is it? that each human voice sounds different. How could it be that a person who's blind can recognize one person from another by a different sound of the voice? Isn't that incredible that voices are made like that, like physical appearance, 
What if everyone looked exactly the same? And somehow <laughs> you are supposed to know. Well, how do, how do you not know, even if they all look the same? And everyone, if everyone sounded the same, oh my gosh, isn't that incredible that there are those differences? So I go to wonderment. And one of my favorites beyond those examples of the dog and the cat, well, I think cuteness. How many times a day do you notice who or what or something that is cute? Cuteness, cuteness. What a wonder to embrace and enjoy the fact that cuteness just is something to marvel, something to love, something to laugh or and just enjoy. Isn't that person, that animal, that child, that something you see in nature, a behavior you happen to notice that it is cute? Wow, isn't that incredible? And to notice that that something that you notice that's cute is different from every other something that might be like it, but not the same. It's like in The Little Prince when he talks about his rose, and his rose is different from all the other roses. How do you notice when someone or some behavior of someone is so cute, you can't help but know that it fills you with joy, fills you with Attraction fills you with wonderment. One of my favorite ways to experience wonderment is to enjoy the smell of rain. Oh my gosh. When I just even think of the smell of rain and I behold the mysteries of Oh, I call it the heavens, uh, the collective team that I feel of mm, angels, guides, beings that may all be part of just the one that I am, may be an illusion. Maybe there are no others. It's just only the one. And yet, isn't it fun to experience the sense of allness that we are each a part of, that allness, again, of beings that are known and not known, that are seen and not seen, heard and not heard, and yet that all are part of that wonderful sense of rain, that wonderful smell of rain. Isn't it amazing? Again, it's the allness beyond the isness. It's the allness of the magic in the air, the magic of surprise, the surprise. Um, what is it in the India Ari song uh, called A Beautiful Day? And she says, I wonder how life will surprise me today. 
I wonder how life will surprise me today. I wonder how life will surprise you today. And what would it take to allow it to do so? It is a wonderful thing to know that our feelings are leading us not necessarily to have in the moment everything that we think we want, but they are leading us to opening, opening um, beyond uh, any resistance to more of what is possible. So here's another thought about that. Esther talked about, uh, somebody said, well, that must mean that I'm supposed to practice uh, the law of non-resistance and practice feeling good, practice appreciation, practice feeling joy. And I would say, she said yes. I would say, I'd like to find another word other than practice. Practice implies that we're not good enough. Oh, you need to practice this because you'll get better at it. You need to practice because you're not good enough at it. And I would say no. No, practice implies we're here to learn. And so I would say do it more often. Lean into those behaviors that are going to be about joy, be about um, all that it is you're wanting. Lean into those. Milk those. Milk those fantasies. Milk those desires. And know that it's this or something better. It's this essence and maybe not that container. It's this smell of rain, but maybe not that I want a big old rainstorm, but maybe the smell of it sort of teasing me into that joy of that magic. So here about that word practice, doctors have a practice. Counselors and therapists have a practice. Does that mean that they're not good enough at it? Does that mean that they're not doing it well enough and so they have to continue to practice? When someone says, well, I practiced medicine for 20 years, does that mean that they practiced getting better at it and they used every one of their patients as a guinea pig and that maybe then they shouldn't have gotten paid for what they did because they were only practicing? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think someone who has a practice is doing what they do because they're good at it. So to become better at something, again, I would say to lean into it, but I wouldn't use the word practice. To go and practice an instrument, I would say go and spend time with it. Go and focus on it. Focus on it. Lean into it. I would not say practice it. So anyway, lean into those wonderful things 
that you are wanting. And that means also lean into seeing those you love, those for whom you care, those where you are attracted in any way, and see them getting, receiving even more of what they're wanting and knowing that we are all together in this incredible, <laughs> incredible dance, this incredible one um, grand circle of how we are experiencing and expressing the allness beyond the isness. That's the AI, allness beyond isness. I love it. All right, sending you lots and lots and lots of love and joy and wonderment and allness beyond isness. Have a great, wonder-filled day. Bye for now.